G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, it was last weekend that in Sydney, the gay and lesbian Mardi Gras took to the streets once again. And it's not just a one-off event, but there's something of a festival that they hold over a number of weeks in Sydney. And the aftermath of what's happened since the parade has got Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch a little concerned because the sorts of reporting that he's seeing in the media doesn't necessarily add up to what we've always become accustomed to, and that is some level of free and fair reporting. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch joining us again today. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, your latest article, we no longer have a free press, only a homosexual press. That's a pretty big claim to make. Uh, How is the press reporting those things that have been going on uh, in Sydney? Well, we've known for years now that it's given up on reporting, actually acting like a, you know, a news outlet, you know, with balanced reporting, objective, fair look at the issues. Uh, instead of simply reporting the facts, they're now creating the news, and uh, much of what passes for journalism nowadays is really editorial comment and opinion. Uh, you know, we might as well throw out the idea of uh, a free press and just say we've got now... Uh, opinion papers that uh, are pushing particular agendas, and in this case, a very, very, very strong push for everything homosexual. You just will not get another point of view, but you'll get everything that the homosexuals want to hear and more. It's like there's something of a homosexual culture that tends to permeate mainstream media, almost a fear of actually reporting anything that a Christian says. Mm. Well, that's not only it seems that way, it is that way. In fact, we've got studies now proving that very thing, both overseas and in uh, Australia. And not only do we have studies confirming this, we've had even homosexuals themselves. I've got a, in my books, I, I quote a number of these guys, and they tell us, hey, we've done a good job. We've taken over the mainstream media. It's almost impossible if you're a white, male, straight, conservative Christian to get a job in the mainstream media, and they're boasting in how they've taken over and are basically running the media. So anything to do with homosexuality, you wonder why it's so very much a pro-homosexual spin. Well, that's part of the reason. Bill, you were citing the story of a street preacher who was on the receiving end Mm. of significant vitriol from a homosexual busker. Uh, Describe to us what what you're thinking about when you uh, when you talk about this street preacher. Mm, Well, I just happened to see this story in our Herald Sun in Melbourne, and I just couldn't believe it when I read it. It was the most biased, bigoted, one-sided, you know, piece I've seen in a long time. It could have come straight out of the homosexual press. Uh, I have no doubt whatsoever that the journalist in question was a homosexual, and, uh, well, the whole piece was about this supposed horrible, evil Christian 
preacher who was in Sydney, uh, evidently just before the Mardi Gras. He had a little two-step ladder. He got up, and it was simply sharing from the Bible. We have no idea what he said for the simple reason that the article refused to give him the right of reply, refused to quote from him, refused him any chance. It was all what his enemies said, so the whole piece was an attack on the Christian preacher and uh, one long praise for the homosexual Mardi Gras. It's a big criticism to group the mainstream media and to start to say this is like the homosexual press, uh, when in fact uh, I guess perhaps there are homosexual people who are in charge of some level of uh, editorial control. Uh, but what you're saying is that uh, somehow or other people have been caught up in this to the point where they are just... Uh, assuming that this is a foregone conclusion that the homosexuals have the say. Well, we know that from experience. I know it from personal experience, having done thousands of media interviews over the last quarter of a century. Uh, 25 years ago, I could not only easily get in letters to newspapers critiquing the homosexual agenda, I could even get whole articles in, uh, you know, thousand-word pieces in their op-ed pages. That is now impossible. It just does not happen. So I've seen myself the shift over the years from, uh, you know, a bit of uh, openness as to hearing different points of view, and that's sadly history. Today we have only one point of view when it comes to this issue, and that is the pro-homosexual point of view. There is no contrary point of view heard. In this particular Herald Sun piece, for example, it was relatively short, but at least eight times I counted the word hate or something like it used to describe the Christian. He was hateful. He was bigoted. He was full of hate. Um, excuse me. Uh, you know, this is how the homosexuals operate. If you simply dare to criticize their agenda or if you simply dare to quote from the Bible, all of a sudden you're full of hate. And, uh, you know, we expect that from the homosexual activists, but when supposedly a mainstream newspaper carries on like this, then you know uh, we've totally lost the media, at least on this issue. Bill, a lot of Christian people, when there is this level of antagonism to a Christian comment about these sorts of issues, a lot of Christians appear to be retreating. Uh, is retreating the answer? How do we get a little bit of backbone here and actually stand up and say the things we need to say without uh, feeling as though uh, somehow or other we're just sort of bending over to the culture? Mm, yes, good question and good point. Uh, the truth is most Christians don't want to get involved in this. They can't stand the heat. They don't have the courage needed to stand up, in this case, for God's institution of human sexuality, which also impinges greatly on, obviously, his institutions of marriage and family. This is some of the most important stuff God has given us, going way back to Genesis. Christians of all people should be at the forefront, standing up, saying, enough is enough. We defend and protect and endorse God's recipe for sexuality and marriage and family, and we will not allow it to be destroyed by a handful of militant activist groups. But uh, sadly, uh, far too many Christians are afraid of the heat. They just don't want to get their hands dirty. They don't want to be seen as intolerant or bigoted or narrow-minded or judgmental. So they shut up, and the other side wins by default. They're active, they're engaged, they're 
evangelical in their mission to destroy marriage and family, but most Christians are sitting around silently, too afraid to uh, stand up for their own faith. So um, partly this is our own fault, I'm afraid. Bill, you were talking about writing letters to the editor over the years. These days, for people looking at an online article, it's often easy to leave a comment mm-hmm. at the end of that news article. Is this the new way of writing a letter to the editor? Is this something you're encouraging Christians to do, to actually become uh, their own uh, activists from their own living room, uh, sitting at their computer, being involved and making a comment, standing up for truth? Yeah, well, Absolutely. That is the new uh, means by which we can share truth in the public arena, which is desperate. We need to do this. We have to get God's point of view out there into the public arena. And yeah, as you say, sit at home in front of your computer. In five seconds, you can push a button. Your comments are online. You don't even need to waste time with the envelope and a letter and a stamp. So we do still have a chance. Now, mind you, if your comments get in, that's another question. Chances are good they'll be censored out real quick. But that's part of the game we have to play. We have to be willing to get truth out there in the public arena. And the activists on the other side, they're not going to listen to you. But there's a large group of people in the middle who are really not convinced either way on some of these issues. They are the ones that we need to share truth with so that they can finally get a bit of truth in a mainstream media, which is so lacking in it. Bill Muhlenberg, always good getting your insights. I'll point people to your Culture Watch site and people can simply Google Culture Watch and find the latest articles that you've written, the one we're talking about today called We No Longer Have a Free Press, Only a Homosexual Press. And uh, people will be interested to follow through and read that article in full. Bill Muhlenberg, always good talking. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Many thanks again. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.